I, I don't know how to do an intro on this without making a really bad sex joke. Go ahead. Baby, it's time to go deep. Going deep. Going deep. We couldn't think of a better sex joke for the title of this. Well, you tried and I vetoed it. I had full penetration ready yeah, to go. No, no. Nope. It's just... Uh, unless other people like it. If they, you guys want to chime in. Vote the in. comments below for what we should title this series. But for right now, we're going, going, going deep. Going deep. Deep. And why do we call it that, babe? Because we're going deep. On a full book. Real. Real. Actual... It has pahinas, multiple pages. It's pahinas? not just. It's not just like twelve pages. No, it's not even thirty-five pages. It's five hundred thirty-five pages. Five hundred thirty-five pages. Five hundred copyright. Five hundred fifty-one pages. I only did the two. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, sick Gavin has to do the ads, but I'm not sick in the episode. So hey, deal with it. Listeners, don't forget that today's episode is brought to you in part by Audible. You can get a free audiobook of your choice in a free first month by going to audibletrial.com forward slash RLL. That's our initials, Red Light Library, RLL. You'll support the show and you'll support your reading habits. Now, uh, mid-episode, I'll give a great suggestion for a book, but I have another suggestion for you. Go follow me on Twitter, at Red Light Library, because we're giving away a free book. That's right, we've got a copy of Approaching the Swingularity by Cooper S. Beckett, the very book we're reviewing in this podcast. We got a signed copy, and we're giving it away to a lucky person on Twitter. All you have to do is go follow us on Twitter, at Red Light Library, and retweet the pinned tweet at the top of the page. This giveaway starts October 2nd and runs through October 16th. We're looking to get some new followers. We're looking to reach out and get a bigger social media presence, which means not only is there a grand prize of the book, we have a collection of stickers that we've made for the Red Light Library that are currently coming in the mail. They're not in my hand right now, but they are coming. And the more people who enter into the giveaway, the more stickers we'll give away. So there's a higher chance of you getting some cool crap through the mail. And, you know, we'll, we'll, write, we'll write you a little thank you letter. Some cool stuff will be in there too. But you know you'll get a sticker. And hopefully, if you're the grand prize winner, a book that's signed by a very cool dude. All you gotta do, go to our Twitter, at Red Light Library, and follow the instructions in the pinned tweet. Terms and conditions do apply, and they will be posted on our subreddit, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash library. Just click on the terms and conditions post to find out more. But all the details you need will be found in that tweet. Hey man, all you gotta do is retweet and follow us, and you're entered to win some free crap. Unless you're, you know, in a foreign country, in which case, you know, if you win... We're going to have to do an awkward PayPal transaction in which you pay me for shipping because I'm, I'm broke as a joke, man. But hey, sending stickers and a book, not as expensive in America. So hey, support the show. Hey, uh, I'm going to go die now because I'm, 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 my throat hurts a lot. Sorry that you had to hear me sound like this. This is Going Deep, a show in which I and a co-host, in this one Sam, perhaps someone else in the future, perhaps more than two co-hosts, who knows? Ooh. Fuck me sideways. Uh, Threesome! We, we talk about a full-length erotic piece of text. Uh, this first one is brought to us by Cooper S. Beckett. 
cool. Approaching Swingularity, Tales of Swinging and Polyamory in Paradise. Whoa, this is a long one. Not in a bad way. It's like a, it's oh. like a long, good movie. It's like Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> what's a long one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, full disclosure, the review copy of this book, the e, we, we reviewed the e-reader version of it, um, that was actually given to us by Cooper as a review copy. This is our first big book review. Uh, I've reviewed books in the past on Goodreads and shit, but I'm sure we'll find new and exciting ways to do it. We're this first our one, big boy pants on for we got one. our biggest boy pants. I don't. Yeah, you I'm don't not have any pants, pants right, right now. now. <laughs> My room gets hot when we record, and this is a long book, so I'm just kind of bracing <laughs> for it. Oh, before we get to the synopsis, I just want to give a quick explanation how we're going to do this format-wise. If you're worried about spoilers, like if you hear about this book, you're like, this sounds cool, but you don't want to hear spoilers, we are going to give a finite... Hey, we're going to talk about spoilery stuff, and I will post a time code in the show notes that where you can go to at the end of the episode if you want to hear us wrap everything up and all that. So, that's how spoiler cast is going to work from this on. Babe. Yes. What's this book about? This book is a fucking trip, a, nope. but like a good one. Like a trip to Disney World? I've never been to Disney World, but I assume it's fun. Um, if you're not paying. <laughs> if you're not paying. Um, it is about, about, uh, seven characters, well, it's about more than seven characters, but seven main characters that are going to this absolutely glorious resort in Cancun? Yep. In Cancun, Mexico? Nope. In that area? And, um, it's a, just a bunch of swingers having, having a good time. Good old time. Good old time. On the surface. But then we go deep. <laughs> Nice branding. <laughs> yes, this is about a swingers takeover of a fictional d- resort called Aphrodite's. Yes. Uh, the swingers takeover is called Xanadu, and they've numbered it, so it's been going on for 10 years. So it's Xanadu 10, and they use a Roman numeral, so a couple of characters make a joke that all the banners look like it says Xanaducks, <laughs> uh, which makes them think about ducks. There's also a lot of references to the fact that there's a goddamn Olivia Newton-John movie named <laughs> Xanadu in the yeah. 80s. Uh, which I appreciated because is fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Citizen Kane, yada, 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 but still. Uh, so this is about the uh, multitude of characters and the way it's handled is it's in a, it's in third person, but we get a lot of first person interaction with mm-hmm. the, we get to see inside the head of the character. A lot. There's a lot of. In a good way. I, the term is unreliable narrator, but they're pretty reliable. No mm-hmm. one, there's no like, haha, this person was insane and they misinterpreted everything situation in the book. It's just, you get to hear the emotional side of it. And I think that's an important word because emotions are very important in this book. Like, you'll see married couples having arguments, but it'll be in their heads. So they'll say something mean and then in their head they're like, fuck, <laughs> I went too far. Which happens in real life. But you don't see it a lot in novels. Yeah. There are no scenes in this in which a character does something and you're like, that's stupid. Yeah. This makes no sense. Because, I mean, in the end, it's a book about being in a swinger takeover. It's all about character interaction, mm-hmm. be it with their genitalia or emotionally. <laughs> so. They're either playing with each other or playing with each other's emotions. Oh my god. <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> 
Uh, no one's listening sake. now. Now nope. that no one's listening, we'll just bye guys. Let's just start talking about some of our favorite characters. Actually, let's talk about the beginning of the book real quick because okay. it's it pretty much encapsulates how you're gonna feel about the book. Yeah. Uh, we open with Ryan, who, if you have read the other books by Cooper S. Beckett, there was one before this about. A couple, Ryan and Jen, who are getting into the swinger scene, and they meet basically the perfect swinger couple, Bruce and Paige. Uh, and it's about Ryan and Jen learning to kind of, you know, how to how to properly play as a swinger couple and stuff like that. So the book opens with Ryan and Jen in a pool at the resort. Actually, it's just Ryan. Foam. Lots and of then, foam. but there's foam everywhere. It's a foam party where they turn on these nozzles and it floods the surface of the pool, so you could do whatever you want. No one can see. Uh, but Ryan isn't handling the foam well. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a look at that real quick. Uh, it's it's a it's a strong choice to open the book with anxiety. Here's the lead. Foam gushes forth from the two foot wide nozzle on the end of of the pipe and slams into Ryan Lambert. The surprising weight of the white sub shoves him under, forcing him to confront the notion of how smart this idea was. Bobbing like an astronaut below the surface of the pool, he centers himself and looks out on a vast showcase of legs, genitalia, and the lower crescents of breasts. He closes his eyes, babe. <laughs> he closes his eyes and tries to focus on the fact that he's trying new things and isn't that wonderful? <laughs> he manages an unbroken... Uh, he manages a moment unbroken, mere seconds, with a smile on his face. The serenity begins to erode as the single breath he's holding nears its end, reminding him of the inevitable. He'll have to return to the surface soon to be surrounded by foam once again, is the Titans. That's a pretty rough scene. It's so impactful, though. Yeah, like, you start it... to feel like, ah, fuck. Yeah. I mean, in movies, when people are, like, underwater, as a kid, I'd be like, I'm gonna hold my breath as long as they do. <laughs> but then... Um, even if you don't, there's still this like, oh, they're gonna get out of this. This is for the spoiler. Ryan doesn't die. No, no, he's fine. He's he's cool. But it's 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 more representative of the fact that he's got anxieties about stuff going on in his life. But this is a perfect representation of that. And then his wife is like, hey, let's have condomless sex in a pool, uh, which honestly is the most far fetched thing in the book. What? Because you're not supposed to have sex in water. No, but I mean, I don't know anybody that is thinking about that consciously. No, I don't think people are picking up the book. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm millions, not millions, hundreds of thousands of people have done it and they're fine. But yeah, just say you're not supposed to do that. Don't, don't. Um, well, actually, she you... mentions the silicon lube thing. Yeah, maybe that's the yeah. way around it. Still, um, unless you're gay. Unless you're you're a gay man, men having sex, because then you can't the yeah. air embolus. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's no there's no butt <laughs> embolisms. We get it. Okay, fine. Ass embolisms. Oh my god, I hate you. The poor man. He seems to have died from a butt embolism. All right, this is offensive. <laughs> this is very offensive. I am offended deeply. I'm, you're deeply offended. Deep going deep. Oh. We have branded this so well. Oh, they're with the pe people came back. They're like, maybe it's better. <laughs> they just turned around just and left the really door. Really excited. Nope. We're very excited, <laughs> We're you guys. Uh, talking about the characters, they're all so different and like each 
each chapter is a different perspective. Uh, Coop just, we, we interviewed Cooper S. Beckett, the author of this book, interview, which will be out very soon. Check that out. Uh, we talked about, he, Ryan and Jane get two chapters each per, there's seven per day. days. Mm-hmm. The, the book is divided among seven days. Each character gets to talk that day. There is Raymond and Bruce and Paige and Alejandra and, and Krista. Krista. They each get at least one chapter a day. And then Jen and Ryan get two pages each. So they're kind of the air quote main characters of this. But everything's so interactive. Like you'll see a scene that ends with two characters you haven't met walking up. And then the next chapter is that character from the other side of the conversation. There's a little bit of time travel too. The characters don't time travel. But the (laughs) book jumps back and forth in time. So that it's not just a boring... We're going to do Monday. We're going to do Tuesday. Actually, I think the beginning of the book is on, like, the fourth or fifth day. Uh, Is it? The phone party? Yeah. It's later on in the resort. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm... Oh, I think there's one thing I didn't put in my notes. We really got to talk about this. What? Do you mind if I share some texts? I won't read them exactly, but remember what you were texting about when we were reading this? I won't say exactly what it is. What? Basically, oh God. there would be moments where I would just be sitting there and my phone would buzz and sh- I would get a text from my girlfriend like, fuck, this is hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that we expected it to suck, but no, there are some... All. Cooper knows how to fucking write sex. Yeah. Uh, man, let me find something here. You gonna go to the labia? Maybe. Part. Do you want to talk about what you found hot while I'm looking here? Oh my God. I mean... There's a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably, hold on, oh god, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, I wrote it down. The cheese spot. I wrote it down. She wrote it down. (laughs) We were on a break. Uh... No character leaves their hand while they're having sex. So, from the perspective of the person who is being sexed, you get to hear their mental, like, process through it. Uh, but there's, there's no slits there's no flaps there's no sex actually a vagina is called a sex once and it's ironic in this book but there's no stupid fucking adjectives beef curtains beef curtains it's just you like texted me about that oh yeah this is specifically this this part is fucking fantastic i tweeted cooper about this (laughs) fucking scene so to set this up this is a scene about Paige. uh wife of bruce and mentor to jen uh to kind of keep people they're so cute they're no, such a I good fucking couple <laughs> they're we we love like if there was a goddamn sitcom about these people i would watch it yeah it would be an r it would be x-rated but it'd be fucking fantastic hbo uh, <laughs> sign H- Cooper. Nah, up. <laughs> i got hbo it's not porn it's not porn yeah. So in this scene, Paige is playing with a couple named Malcolm and Alexis, who don't show up ever again, I don't think. Uh, So Paige is between, she's performing oral sex on Alexis, and Malcolm is performing oral sex on Paige. So there's like a, you know, fun train going on here. Choo-choo. Thomas the the Tank Engine theme plays. Yeah. Paige's tongue slides along Alexis's vulva, hitting every fold, majora, menorah, circling the clit, darting under the hood. 
There we go. Tremors, building for both of them. Another spasm rocks through Paige, and her hand clenches on Malcolm's bald head, shoving him closer. His tongue dances in and out of her own Majora and Menorah. Faster and faster. His thumb presses against her. Boom! An orgasmic surge shudders through Paige's body. She wraps her legs around Malcolm, realizing that she never removed her shoes. She tries to adjust so she doesn't drag those spiky heels down Malcolm's back. He takes her shudder as confirmation and tightens the hold of his left arm around her thigh, going deeper. She feels his nose pressing against her pubic bone. That can't be comfortable for boom. The second surge hits her wobbly. She presses her forehead just below Alexis's belly button to recompose. Malcolm has slid his thumb inside her ass, and the third surge to hit causes her to push it deep. For a moment, she feels him touch his thumb with his tongue through the wall, through her wall. Then a fourth surge. She squeezes her eyes shut and uses the momentum of the surge to redouble her efforts on Alexis. She reaches up and runs her nails down the woman's beautiful back. Alexis's fingers slide over Paige's scalp, through her hair, and she shudders from that alone. Yeah. The sex... <laughs> Cigarette. Uh, the sex scenes in this have such a momentum. There's an inertia to it. Everything... And this is vape corner. Uh, you said Cigarette. <laughs> Everything builds like it, it's it's not focused on like her tits were huge and she had a big butt. Like you can't tell what Paige looks like from that. And the word pussy wasn't used once. It was just labia, vulva, and it fucking works and it's hot. Take notice, authors. You don't have to use all these goddamn adjectives. You can just say scientific, like, quite frankly, sterile language, and it'd be hot. It's because the scene is fucking hot. You also have to be a good writer. Let's just put that out there. But that helps. Oh, yes, she said to the approaching Minotaur, take my vagina. <laughs> With your horse cock. T take it. <laughs> Cow. What? Cow cock. Oh, cow cock. Oh, Minotaur. Centaur. Okay. Gotcha. Minotaur. I know, but in my head it was centaur. Oh, I was like, because I thought you, I thought you were saying you thought I said centaur, and I'm like, no, that is a horse cock, and no. we would just be back. It's a comedy of errors all right, here. All right. <laughs> you watch one Will and Grace episode, and we're stuck oh, in a sitcom. Was, oh my god, it was so good. Anyway. We're gonna pause this review. <laughs> I'm gonna start on Will and Grace. <laughs> Don't get me started. Let's nobody. find a Will and Grace erotica. There's probably at least one. She pulled. She pulled out a bag of Cheetos because she was like, I wanted to I wanted to make sure that these match the color of Donald Trump and put it up against a swatch of um, curtains. That's anyway, a, sorry. That's a, that's a good <laughs> cheap that's a good cheap joke. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Writing style, as we just heard, quick, easy to read. Not really much pretension going on there. No. Um not really much to say. If you listen to our interview, you'll hear a couple of confessions about Cooper's, like, inspirations, which, you know, uh, make some things stand out in Approaching Swingularity. I don't think it particularly detracts from the book, but if you like hearing an author's, like, mentor, not even really mentor, because he's never met the Minotaur. dude. Minotaur. <laughs> His Minotaur. Uh, uh, actually, that reminds me. I have a book suggestion for you guys at the end of this episode. If that doesn't hook you, I don't know what will. <laughs> hey, it's a book recommended by Alton Brown himself. Oh, 
you have such a hard on for Elton Brown. It's because he's magic. I'm aware. He's like Bill Nye, but not a virtue signal. I will never, I will never be like Elton Brown. <laughs> we can try, babe. We can try. We can start the relig- the Church of Brown. Just <laughs> good eats, babe. Good eats. It's coming back, baby. Okay, so guys, I gotta level with you. We're gonna go to an ad break, and when we get back from that ad break. We're going to talk about spoiler stuff. So if you want to take a second, take your phone out, look at your computer, however you're listening to this podcast, check the show notes, the description of the show. I just slurred that, but whatever. I'm entirely sober. Uh, (laughs) I just don't have the ability to speak like a normal person. Look at the description. You'll see a time code that you can go to that will be safe. That's going to be us talking about the book at the end of the show, rounding out the review. If you want to hear that, that's cool. Uh, if you want to quit now, we're not going to give it a score or anything, but uh, I think it's safe to say you can tell we like the book, but we want to talk about why we like the book, which is why we're going into spoiler territory. Yeah. After these sponsored messages. Uh-oh, I'm coming down with a sore throat when it's time to do ads. This can only go well, but buckle up, kids. I got two things to talk about that are super important, and you're going to like both of them. Dear listeners, I want to take a moment to talk about my sponsor today, Excitica. Excitica is home to erotica of all flavors, a place where kink isn't a dirty word. It's your one-stop alternative to the puritanical policies of certain big-name ebook retailers. You know the ones. The ones that pull down something if it gets a little too kinky, a little too far, a little too much for their Fifty Shades selling uh anyway uh excitica has what you want when you want it in fact i'm just going to open up the front page here and look at literally every book on the front page here uh i've been looking at crappy erotica for a long time people and it's quite easy to tell by some covers that the author just doesn't care all these are well put together uh You've got Older Women Wild Desires by Giselle Renarde, I think is how one would say that. Uh, Cockholded by a Triad. Uh, Sharing Jessica with Everyone, a Kinky Wife Trilogy. Because Excitec has got your back. And most importantly, with fair pricing and committed and competitive commission rates for authors, Excitica has something for both readers and writers to get excited about. Just head over to excitica.com to see for yourself. Also, listeners, do keep in mind this episode of Going Deep and all episodes of Red Light Library are brought to you in part by Audible.com. And as a listener of the Red Light Library and Going Deep and all my other shows, you are entitled to a free first month and a free first audiobook, yours to keep no matter what. Now, earlier in this episode, I mentioned I was going to tell you about a book at the end of the show. I forgot to mention it at the day, so I'm going to tell you about it right now because it's actually a really good audiobook as well. This one was a suggestion on the Alton Brown podcast about a year or two ago, and I bought it on Kindle, loved it to death, now I'm getting it on audio because the narrator is fantastic. The Minotaur Takes a Cigarette Break, a novel by Stephen Sherrill, or Sherrill, I don't know how you say his name. Uh, The audiobook is narrated by the awesome Holter Graham. And I just gotta tell you one thing, people, this novel is so good it's got neil gaiman presents up at the top man it was an indie novel it didn't have a lot of coverage and then alton brown suggested uh neil gaiman pulls a you know a sponsor on it 
This book is fantastic. Uh, and you can pick it up right now as your first audiobook, or you can select from 180,000 plus books on Audible right now. Many, many, many award-winning, some narrated by celebrities, some narrated by some of the titans of the audiobook industry. It's all there waiting for you. And if you go sign up right now by going to audibletrial.com forward slash RLL, RLL standing for Red Light Library, you can support the show, you can support your reading habits, and you can open the door to a whole new way of reading. That's not ad copy. I just made that up. All right, I'm going to go let this let the pipes rest. Hopefully I can actually record a podcast again soon. Hey, we're back. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> That was a quick two to three minutes of ads, probably. <laughs> hey, babe, how you hey, doing? That was that was very quick. Welcome to Spoiler Zone. Things mm. get naughty here. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. You Just... know who dies in this book? <laughs> we can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about this book. I want to talk about Bruce and Paige because they are my favorites. These characters are, I, I want to say, the characters are all great. You know, we got... Alejandra and Christy. Alejandra's Krista. An, Krista, sorry. Uh, Alejandra's an MSNBC anchor with huge boobs. Big old titties. Big old titties. And she's dating Krista, who's not unattractive. No. But she's she doesn't have a defining characteristic like Alejandra's huge boobs. Or, you know, there's another character's big ass. It's just she feels she's not as standout as her partner. And you are doing a very distracting thing right now. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I can't mention boobs once on this podcast. And it's like, dun, 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 over there. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't appreciate it. <laughs> but that's more from a personal... The, the, listener, the listener can't tell what's happening. Our listenership probably go up if they could. <laughs> So yes, uh, there are a lot, there are a variety of characters in this book, all of which are fun. But I want to talk about Bruce and Page. Bruce and Page in the original book that we haven't read, and I kind of want to read because it feels yes. like a fun prequel. <laughs> Even though this is the second book in the series, it feels like a prequel to me because this really doesn't warn you that there was an original book. You know, there's a pre-existing relationship between Jen and Ryan and Bruce and Page, but it doesn't act like you missed out on anything. It's almost as if they just knew each other and yeah. here they are. This is the point. Um, unfortunately, there's trouble in paradise with oh Bruce and Paige. Oh my fucking God, dude. What's going on with Bruce and Paige? Emily. Emily. That dumb fucking bitch. Oh, oh, oh we got some emotion. I'm sorry, I hate her so much. And she's, by the way, she's supposed to be hated. Yeah, no, it's not just, I'm fucking like. If there is a villain of this book. It's Emily. It's that con Emily. And that other guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll get to him. Yeah, we'll get to him. Because uh, there's actually a really good Two triggering scene in this book. Oh, what? okay. Never mind. Go okay. Ahead. So, <laughs> who's Emily? Um, Emily's a bitch. No, we got... <laughs> no, I don't. Um, she is, like, this fucking... I feel like she thinks that she's, like, a linchpin, but she's not. She's just a wedge. Yeah. Fucking... Well, how do they meet? Well, not how do they meet, but what is the point of Emily? She's she's a play partner yes. for Bruce and Paige earlier on in their swinging relationship. Uh, and there came a point where Paige, the way I remember it is, and this might be me getting it wrong, sorry. 
Paige wants to go on a date just with Emily, just for the two of them to play around. And she gets stood up by Emily. And then she gets some really weird texts from Emily's controlling boyfriend slash fiance mm-hmm. um, that say she's not a slut anymore. She's a good girl. Which means she's saying that by remaining a swinger, Paige is a slut. And this plants a seed inside Paige that eats at her because she still hears the word slut in her brain. Whenever, And she can't even, uh, earlier when I was reading a sex scene, I picked one out of the physical copy in front of me, uh, which, by the way, we'll be giving away. We'll tease that. That is teased <laughs> earlier in the show by me editing in the tease. But uh, I'm just going to tease it again. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> uh, but... The reason I stopped, uh, the reason um, you hear a quick edit when I start reading the sex scene is because I started reading a bit that is inherently tied up in this. The problem is Paige is having a lot of great sex, but instead of it being a threesome, it's a foursome because Emily's slut comment is in her fucking head and she can't get it out. Unfortunately, even though Emily has been gone for quite some time, she started texting Bruce when they got to the resort. And the agreement was they would put their phones in the the safe, safe, in the room, disconnect from the world. If their kids have problems, they'll call the front desk. Mm -hmm. And then his phone starts beeping, and it's Emily. And he can't not look at it. Because Bruce has a savior complex. Which is fine. It works, but he won't leave the fuck. She's she's a a toxic person who is a manipulative fucking... mm. Were, I will were reserve you gonna my say language. Cunt? That's... Not even cunt. I was going to say something else, but still. Yeah. Uh, she is manipulating him by saying sad things. Uh, they froze my bank account. They won't let me in. I need a hotel room. So what happens is Bruce talks to Paige and Paige is like, hey, stop it. And he won't fucking let it go. So she's like, I'm going to go uh-huh. to dinner. You can come with me or you can talk to Emily. And she leaves him in the bedroom. And he ends up going to dinner, but he keeps the fucking phone with him and he forgets to mute it. So it starts going off at dinner. And the the tension in the relationship in the resort is that he can't leave it the fuck alone. He's trying to have fun at this swingers resort where they're just going to suck and fuck left and right. But he won't leave this fuck alone. Uh... And the thing is, Paige also kind of misses Emily somewhat. She misses the good part of it. The brief good part of their relationship. But and So she can't entirely blame Bruce for it. But also, logically, she can be mad at Bruce because they're fucking adults and they made an agreement as a couple. Don't fuck around on the phone. Yeah. Right? Uh, and he just won't fucking let it go. It's... How did you feel when you heard about the emer- There's an emergency call mm-hmm. about two-thirds of the way through the book, and they think it's their kids. It's not. It's Emily. Yeah. Um, the emergency call is her fiancé that she met like three months ago <laughs> uh, froze her bank accounts and told the, told the bank that she is in a bad mental state and not trustworthy with money. Which, lol, can we fucking talk about that shit? Yeah, that's like how, some like, 1800s level shit. No, no, I mean that people would still do that now is the thing that bothers but me. The thing is, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah. Sad. No, that's what I'm saying. That's it's what, fucked up. 
Anyway, she talks Bruce into giving her his credit card number so he she can get a hotel. And the thing is, as he's giving out the credit card number, we switch perspectives to Paige. And Paige is walking up behind him, hearing him give the credit card number over the phone. So that's kind of the, the, the denouement of their tensions comes with this fight about Emily. And they are just, they're both pissed, mainly because she manipulated them to such an extent she invaded the resort like her presence came through that fucking phone basically uh and they just have a big fight about it basically but it's the most genuine roseanne yeah believable fight like it's not some bullshit we were on a break from friends horseshit like there's... We really like to bring that up, by the way. What? <laughs> so we really like to bring that shit up, because it's the, the perfect way. example of it a toxic really relationship, I think. God. God, they fucking... Rachel's not a, not a goddamn angel, but Ross is just horrible. No, Ross is horseshit. <laughs> anyway, sorry, everyone who doesn't like 90 <laughs> we sitcoms. We were on a break. Ugh. We were taking a break from talking about the book. This relationship <laughs> with Bruce and Paige, which I might start cutting some out because I've been talking about it for like fucking 30 minutes, feels like... <laughs> is so believable and real and i've had toxic people in my life and i haven't gone this far no. but i know what it feels like to be like i don't need to talk to this person but it i feel like i have to talk to this person oh yeah um and the best decisions i've made in my life are cutting those people out and bruce and Paige cut emily out and they enjoy the shit out of the resort from then on. They have a wonderful spa vacation. Little, That's so sweet. Little trip to the spa. He gets sucked off on the beach. It's yeah, amazing. It's nice. There's a lot of blowjobs in this book. There's a lot of loving, tender blowjobs between, <laughs> uh, between the heterosis couples in this book. Yeah. Also, I want to point out we've been talking about cis male female married couples we want to talk about heteronormative stuff this book is basically a, a menu I, is that what i said the other time it's like a list of different kinks and you know play styles mm -hmm. and there's a lot of uh a variety of sex scenes i'm trying to not spoil too much even yeah. though we're in spoiler territory there's bisex between mm -hmm men and women there's bisex between men and men there's mm -hmm. sex between women and women there's all these different things happening and even if there's stuff i'm not entirely into i recognize that this is a well-written hot yeah. scene it's kind of like it's not like um when kyla and i did the unbirthing curse not my cup of tea but i could recognize as well written in this yeah. one i'm just like oh fuck this is kind of fun <laughs> yeah like f why would i not do this shit cooper knows what's up we love cooper we, yeah. <laughs> if, if that's not clear his, his seductive dulcet tones have gotten oh my to god y'all fucking speaking of we should talk about the variety of ways you can get this book if you're interested in purchasing Approaching Swingularity, you can get it at Cooper's website, cooperspeckett.com, or on Amazon. Uh, there's an ebook version, a physical version, uh, it's a paperback, and you can also get an audiobook, which is the most interesting thing I want to talk about real quick. It has seven fucking narrators. There's a narrator for each person in this book. Is Who it, the fuck does that? It is a 550-page book with seven narrators. The man probably almost died editing it. Spoiler. He, he... Yeah, he yeah. Did, you'll, you'll find out in the interview. Yeah, but 
Motherfucker edited it himself. Yeah. And it's on Audible. And it's... I want it. I want it too. I should get it for Christmas. I get we, it. Can, we can listen to it together. <laughs> we, can, we can sit around and listen to an 18 hour erotic <laughs> audio book together. the night before together. Christmas. Towards the night before Christmas and all through the house, the they were fucking coming. Swing Miss. Swing Miss? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just review only swinger things in December. Welcome to Swing Miss 2017. Swing and a Miss. Hey, uh, that was what that joke was. Uh, hey, what's up, top? That was not a good. Look at the elbow. Fucking God, you look fucking. There, there you go. You weren't even looking at me. I was. What now was that are. for? Well, now yeah, because you did the me. thing with the shirt. That's cheating. Yeah. I can't do that. You I don't have anything. You could. I don't have anything to distract you with. So yeah, there's different. There's a variety of ways to get this book if you want to. Uh, what are your final thoughts about this before we go to the ad break? Hot hot and dangerous it's so fucking well written <laughs> I don't, it really is i feel like i'm not really doing a good job of saying this but it's no. so fucking well written i mean you you read a couple of stuff here and there that would that sells it yeah uh, well it sells it to fucking me well yeah yeah if you like this style of writing then it works perfectly fucking fine I think it works fine if you don't like this style of writing. <laughs> this will make you a believer in this style of writing. When she returns to his cock, she squeezes his balls as she sucks, ramping up the intensity more and more. He has to hold onto the ledge with both hands to keep from rocketing off. Jen kisses the back of Madison's neck, watching him. She winks when their eyes meet. Then it's building, rising. He's about, I'm gonna come, he calls to her. Madison doesn't change her method, continuing to bob her head, his cock sliding in out of her mouth faster and faster. He holds on as long as he can, waiting for her to stop, to open her mouth, to move away so he can shoot. She doesn't. And after a moment, she opens her eyes and looks at him. Well, she asks, garbled by the penis inhibiting her diction. <laughs> the question seems to hang in space between them, and then he lets go. He imagines he can feel his cum traversing all the way through him and out, firing deep into her mouth. After what seems like an eternity of orgasm, she, let, she slowly lets his cock slide out, wiping her mouth and smiling up at him. Wow, Jin says. That was intense. Yes, I, Ryan, tries to find better words, but just repeats, intense. <laughs> thank you, Madison says. No, really, thank you. That was a random bit, by the way. I just opened yeah, he the book. just fucking opened the book. That's Ryan getting a blowjob. Which was amazing. Just to show you. I mean, we haven't, we didn't go to any P and V sex there, but uh, we got oral on, <laughs> we got oral on both sides of the, of the possibility. Of the choo-choo train? <laughs> <laughs> All aboard. So we mentioned it earlier in the episode in a bit I've edited in from the future because I forgot to mention it earlier, but we do have a physical copy of Approaching the Swingularity right here in front of me, and today, the day this is uploaded, you, yourself, listener, I'm talking to right now, October 2nd, 2017, can win it. I will ship this book, signed by Cooper, to you in the United States, if you're 
an international listener, I will negotiate you paying me over PayPal to ship it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get this book and a sticker. We've just made the first run of Red Light Library stickers. It's based off of our condom logo. It's cool looking. They look like little condoms. Yeah. Uh, so you, the top winner will get Approaching Swingularity. And if we get enough retweets... Uh, we will also be giving out stickers to some of the people that retweeted. So basically, all you got to do to enter, you go to our Twitter, at Red Light Library, follow us, and then there will be a pinned tweet about the giveaway. Just retweet that. Tell your friends. more people enter, the more possibility people are going to win stuff. Because you might not win the book, you'll get some stickers. You know, it'll be it'll be fun. We're, we're trying to get more reach out there, get more people listening, more, more people talking. It's going to be great. Uh... Tune in later this week. You will hear, well, the normal episode on Wednesday, but you'll also get to hear an interview with Cooper about the book. And um, the contest is uh, October 16th, 2017. So if that date hasn't come, you have not missed your chance to enter. It's great. Terms and conditions can be found on our subreddit, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash red light library. There's also a link to the uh, terms and conditions on the tweet that you're sharing. So that's all there. There was so much concentration on your face. When well, you, you were doing so was... many things while I'm trying well, to. I was literally staring at you, and I then was when inventing... you said something, I went. <laughs> I was trying to invent the idea that you were like flashing me and shit while I was talking. So this was the first episode of Going Deep. I think I. Uh, how do you feel about it? What do you do? <laughs> There is room for improvement, guys. What? <laughs> and we, the, on on us, um, oh. like the structure of it and everything. Oh, I'm in the book. Oh, the book. Yeah. Oh well, fuck. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, we're getting real. <laughs> oh no, no, there's like, there's hardly any room for improvement in that book. Yeah. That book was fucking a plus plus. Also, in the interview, Coop teases at what he's writing right now, and I'm excited. Yeah. Oh my god. If you want to pick up Approaching Swingularity, you can check all the places I said before, and you can enter into our contest to possibly win a physical copy for yourself. I also heartily recommend checking out Approaching Swingularity. If you want to directly support the author, his website will give him the biggest share as he is an independent publisher. If you want to pick it up through Amazon, then you can pick it up through Amazon. That's perfectly fine. I'm being touched by someone's foot right now, and it's Touch adorable. I'm being touched by an angel. <laughs> she's a she's beautiful as one. Oh. I complimented my good friend. <laughs> I hate it. I just want to say I have so much faith in this book. I went through the effort to set up the giveaway and everything before we even recorded the fucking interview. Like this is, yeah. I I love it. This is a great book. I'm gonna get a physical copy to put on my shelf with all the real books. I mean, I ha I basically have porn up there because there is a George R. R. Martin book on my shelf. Oh god. There is there is some sex and Christopher Moore. I read a lot of Christopher Moore. He's got a lot of sex. So yeah, I don't I don't segregate erotica belongs up there. <laughs> erotica could be part of the canon. There is erotica in the canon. Fanny Hill and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Anyway. This was Going Deep, Episode 1 on Approaching Swingularity, Tales of Swinging and Polyamory in Paradise. If you want to learn more about the book, listen to our interview coming up soon with Cooper S. Beckett, the author. Enter into, enter into our giveaway. I can pronounce words with syllables. 
enter into our giveaway if As you want to. As opposed to words without syllables? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> my natural state of being. Subscribe to the podcast to hear our weekly short erotica reviews of some of the weirdest and wildest stuff available on the internet. If it's up for sale, it's up for critique. Because once you start charging for it, you're asking for it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Going Deep. If you want to hear our weekly reviews, they are available on this feed. Just subscribe and tune in next month. Well, tune in weekly, but next month there will be another Going Deep with another full-length erotica book for us to review. Perhaps it should be different. Perhaps it should be awesome. Who knows? Listen to these ads. These ads are cool. Yeah. They're really cool. Someone paid me for them. Well, that's our show, but listeners, I want to remind you, today's episode was brought to you in part by Excitica.com. Listeners can select from a wide range of independently written erotica with very few limits to allowed kinks and support independent writers and independent publishing by heading over to E-X-C-I-T-I-C-A.com. Excitica, home for erotica of all flavors. Also, this episode and the Red Light Library in general are brought to you in part by Audible. You can get your free month, audibletrial.com forward slash RLL. There's something for everyone on there. You just got to go find it. Audibletrial.com forward slash RLL forward slash forward slash forward slash dot EX dot KCD dot. I'm going to go make a baked potato now, and I hope that helps my throat.